1: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Are you stressing because your partner has been throwing around words like divorce, breakup, or trial separation? Or maybe they're saying things like, hey, maybe we should see other people. I'm just not happy. Or I need to take a break. Well, the cavalry is here. I've got you. You know I love you and I want to be here for you. So what can or should you be doing if your partner is making threats and telling you they're unhappy? Well, today I'm going to teach you the four things to look out for that might mean your partner is serious and not just making a threat. And then we're diving deep into the three things you need to know, and the three things you can do to turn your relationship completely around. And I've done another amazing gift for you because I love you so much. So listen up. I've got something to really help you create for free, of course, to create a loving, connected relationship. So stay tuned. I'm Dr. Abby Metcalf, and I'm a psychologist, number one Amazon best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and all-around relationship Maven with over 30 years of experience helping people create connection, joy, and ease in all their relationships. What's my secret? Well, besides being totally hilarious, I help you think differently so you can approach your relationships in a completely new way. I'm the best deal in town because the tools I teach apply to all your relationships, which allows you to simplify your life and find the confidence, calm, and deep love You've been craving. Combining my hands-on experience and all the latest research, I've created actionable tips and tools you can apply quickly and easily to create lasting change in all your relationships today. So let's get to it. Well, hey there. Nice to nice to see you again. <laughs> Glad to have you back with me on the podcast. You should know I'm Dr. Abby Medcalf by now, and uh, you know. Here we are uh, getting deep into 2021. We're really starting to get there now. And I'm hoping that the end of the pandemic is getting closer and that we can all get out, and leave our homes, and start connecting on different levels again. But I know we have to be patient as we uh, wait for all this to roll out. So I am here in case, you know, stuff's going on at home that you're finding hard to handle since people have really been stressed lately. And if you haven't yet, this is a perfect opportunity to buy my amazing book, my number one Amazon bestseller, Be Happily Married, even if your partner won't do a thing, even if they will do a thing, even if you're, uh, you know, actually kind of happily married, but you, you want to get deeper and better, this book will help you. I am so proud of it. And it's on Audible. It's on, you know, it's digital. You can buy it and have it in your hot, you know, hot little hands. You can have it any way you want. So check that out. I will link to it in the show notes, but you can also just go on over to Amazon and put in my name and you'll find it. Okay so let's get to this this is a biggie and it I hear this a lot as you might imagine 35 years now or more of doing the work I've been doing there's a lot of threats that happen in relationships they it comes up quite a bit And especially if you've been in a long-term relationship, but there's some short-term ones with this too. And I really want to talk about what it really means when these threats are getting thrown and they're threats. That's what it is. If someone's putting that out there Um, and that's how your brain is going to perceive it. So I want to get the yucky part over with first. And that's, Really, how do you know if your partner is making a threat or if they're really serious about ending the relationship? Because that's the first thing you have to discern. Is this serious or not? And I, you know, I got to tell you, I think I've seen it all in these last three plus decades of doing this. But and in that time, I've identified four things. I call them the four C's that will likely tell you if it's really too late to save things or not. So these are important to go over first. And I will say that the first C is commitment elsewhere. So basically, if your partner is fully committed to another person and making a threat to leave you, it's probably real. Um, And I'm talking about if your partner is leaving you to be with someone else. If they're planning to move in with them, have a kid with them, you know, real thing. If your partner had an affair or cheated on you, that does not equal a commitment to someone else. I'm talking about a situation where they're planning to make this person their permanent person. It's not a fling. It's not, you know, just a one night thing. If that's happening, you know, it's something to watch out for. Number two, the second C is contact. If there's no contact at all, you can't do what's needed to make the relationship work. If you're living apart, I see this a lot to try to, you know, try out living separately, but don't have any real time together. You, you can't work on things or. Or if you're living together, but you never see each other or you're, you know, fighting all the time, so you're avoiding one another at all costs, it's a big problem. You've got to spend time together if you want things to work. And I'm not talking about some big date night. uh, And I'm not talking about the once a week seeing a therapist. I'm... Just the opposite i 'm actually talking about kind of the daily interactions where you can build connection, and these are micro connections i 've talked about them. I will link to them in the show notes. You can go get more information on those but uh they they 're really what make or break relationships. You know I say all the time that great relationships aren 't built in a day. great relationships are built daily, and if you don 't have daily interactions you're likely on a downward slide towards not being together. So if you really want this to work, you're going to need to figure out a way to have more, uh, more interaction more often. Okay. The third C is contempt. And this is from the famous marriage researcher, Dr. John Gottman. Shout out to you. Uh, he and his wife they've been studying couples in their marriage lab for decades, and they found that contempt is the single greatest predictor of divorce, and I have too <laughs> I would that has absolutely been something I've seen and I want to be clear contempt isn't it's not just like criticism, you know if someone's criticizing you, it's definitely deeper what so because criticism is something that you know, maybe they're attacking, attacking your character in some way. Contempt is really when your partner feels superior to you. And it's not, so it's not just someone criticizing you. It's not just your partner, you know, they're so fed up or exasperated, you know, saying they're sick of something you're doing. That, that's not this. This is deeper. Uh, it's usually kind of mean if your partner, you know, if they've been treating you with disrespect, uh, continual sarcasm or ridiculing you, uh, if they mock you, call you names, you're or getting the eye rolls all the time, y- this is trouble. This is contempt and not cool. If you feel, gosh, forbid, worthless or detested in your relationship, then contempt has entered the building. And it's very hard to move past it. It, it signifies sort of a turn in the relationship that's very, very hard to come back from. And of course my obvious question would be why the hell do you want to stay in this relationship where you're getting treated like this? Uh you got to work on building your self-confidence and self-esteem now and focus on the relationship later. If that's what's going on, then don't even be looking at this relationship and get thee to therapy, you know, start really doing work on yourself. You can start I have a podcast on building uh, self-confidence and self-esteem. There's one on self-compassion. I'll link to those in the show notes. I mean, you got to start really looking at yourself and why you would be allowing yourself to be treated in this uh, despicable way. So uh, yeah. Okay. And then the fourth C is confusion. Now, and what I mean by that is I don't want you to confuse words and action. Your partner telling you they want a divorce or to break up is one thing. But what you want to look at is what action have they actually taken? Have they met with a lawyer? Have they moved out? Have they frozen your bank accounts? The more action they've already taken, the worse off the situation is. But if they're just giving you the words, even if they've been doing it for a long time, you know, if they're just, if if you've been hearing for a long time, oh, I don't know if I could stay married anymore, or, you know, I'm ready to break up, Uh if, but. If they haven't actually done anything, you're better off than you think. They're giving you, they're, they're warning you, right? They're, they're giving you these warnings. Your partner is telling you, they're looking for you to do something to make them feel better and more connected so they can stay in the relationship. That's really what they're doing. It's like a, it's kind of like a dog growling at you before it bites. You know, The warning is there, is there now what are you going to do with it? Uh, and so I do want you to really think about that uh, what have they done or not done? Okay. So those are my four C's. And if they're there, there's generally a really, and God forbid more than one of those, there's a lot more going on. But in general, if your partner is, is just making threats and and a lot of these things are not there, then there's a lot you can do. And I mean a lot. And so this is the good stuff. (laughs) So now we get to go to the good stuff. What can or should you be doing if your partner is making threats and telling you they're unhappy? So, and where do I start? Okay. Well, as you might imagine, again, I've seen major turnarounds, some would call them miracles in relationships. I really have over the years. It's been my great honor and pleasure to be a part of that. And believe it or not, it's not as hard as you might think to turn the ship around. It's all about, it's really about having a new way of viewing your relationship and really, really understanding what's happening so you can take action to truly change what's going on. And so basically there's three things you need to know and three things you can be doing that I really suggest you're doing. And we'll get to my free gift as we do the things you should be doing. Uh, but here's the three things you, you need to know. So the first thing is, I want you to see this as an opportunity. I, I know I'm not trying to put lipstick on a pig, but it is an opportunity. You can't be that happy either if your partner is saying they, they're unhappy and want to leave. They're Even if you feel like the relationship is going well, but this just the stress of them saying that is enough to have you unhappy. So this is an opportunity. There's no way your partner is threatening leaving you though, and you're feeling all happy and everything's perfect in the relationship. And I, I you know, I just, I don't buy that. So the only difference is that really that they're saying it out loud they're sounding the alarm you know i'm unhappy this isn't working for me and really they've likely been telling you this for a while that they're unhappy or making some kind of threats or just saying things you know under their breath you know about about how they're not liking how things are going or things should need to change uh and so you know nothing has changed over a period of time. So so they keep threatening. Again, they keep sort of growling at you, hoping something will happen. And I understand it kind of sucks that it's getting stuck on you, that they're deciding their unhappiness is something you need to change. Uh, but it is an opportunity for you. and I'll tell you how you can kind of maneuver this so it's not just a you problem and you know that they're fine and perfect. Uh, but we'll get to that in a minute. So I again, the first thing is to see this as an opportunity. This is an opening in the relationship. This is a, a shift that you can make, and you are getting the warning to make to have time to make it happen. so that's that's pretty good. that's that's a good thing, really in the overall scheme, if you're looking to create, a different kind of relationship with your partner. All right. Number two, and I've said this before, you've heard me say it, but I got to say it. It's one of the things you need to know when we're talking about this is that the one in the most pain needs to change first. And if you're the one listening to me right now, and your partner's not, then you're the one in the most pain. You're the one flailing, not knowing. I understand they're in pain too, because they're telling you, you know, that this change has to happen (laughs) and they're threatening these things. But trust me, this is about you at this point. So if, because if they're walking out the door and you don't want them to, or if they're telling you they're unhappy all the time, and then they're acting unhappy all the time, and you don't want them to, you're the one in more pain. And you need to start making changes first. I'm not saying they don't need to make changes. I'm saying there's always a, I call it like a fulcrum or a, a shifting point in every relationship. There's one person you know, in that Uh, relationship gridlock that I always talk about, right? You know, the cars are in gridlock and everyone's looking at everyone else to move so that they can move. And really somebody's got to move their car first. It just has to be that way. And in some ways, if your partner is threatening, it means they don't know what to do. They're clueless. They're, They're not sure what has to happen or change. And they're in a fear place. They're stuck, So, and the good news is they haven't actually left. So they want to stay, they want to figure it out, but it, it, it's kind of falling to you right now. And you're, you know, together enough to be listening to this podcast. And, and by the way, don't send this podcast to them. I mean, you can, but that's not the answer. (laughs) And as you know, you've been sending them lots of things and they haven't been listening to it or reading it or watching it. Yeah. So it's you right now. And as you change, uh, I talk about this a lot. We say in the 12-step program that it's a program of attraction, not promotion. And that's, that's what I want you to think about in your relationship. You know, just be that light so that they want to change too. But again, I'll give you the how of that in a minute. And then last, but certainly not least, the third thing you need to know, and it's really the most important as far as I'm concerned is, and hear me now. Your partner, if they're threatening, but they haven't left, they, your partner isn't looking for a way out. They're looking for a way in. Yeah, you can tweet that. That's pretty good, right? That's a bumper sticker right there. But it's the truth. Your partner isn't looking for a way out. They're looking for a way in. They're looking for some way to connect with you. They wouldn't be saying this out loud if they didn't want to figure out a way to fix it. They'd just be gone. They would. They're letting you know, like I said, that they're frustrated, they're scared, and they have no clue what to do, how to get to you, how to create that connection that they're dying for. And Again, (laughs) they likely think that you're the one who needs to change for them to be happy. And we know this is BS, but, and again, that's just as bad as you thinking. It's them who needs to change for you to be happy. I see you. I know right now you're thinking, well, they got to do something too. Otherwise I can't, no, 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 we're not doing that. Again, that's that relationship gridlock where nothing's moving. So we're not going there. It's, it's. I'm not saying it's, it's right that they think you're the big problem or whatever or sometimes they don't think you're the problem. Sometimes they just know they're unhappy and they have no clue how to fix it. But no matter where you're at, again, if you can start looking through this lens when they're saying something to you and really seeing that they're trying to find a way to connect with you and you wanna figure that out, you wanna wanna lay down the path, you know, uh, so that they can get to you and you can get to them. And that's really brings us to the three things you need to do. So, what do you have to do? Where's the doing part? Well, number one life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to
0: find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started
1: it's time to stop focusing on them and what they're doing and focus completely on you and what you're doing. You've heard me say this before, and I know you hate it every time, but I, I hate saying it to myself. Trust me, I got to do the same thing. I, <laughs> I know it can be really hard to stop focusing on your partner, but this is all about you right now. Remember, again, the one and the most pain needs to change first, that's you. Every time you catch yourself thinking about your partner and what they should do, turn it around and focus on yourself and what you can do. And I always tell folks, just take one small action in that moment. Sometimes it's leaving the room. Sometimes it's going for a walk. Sometimes it's calling them or texting them or saying I love you or whatever. But anything you can do, no matter how small, is something in the right direction. And that's really where you're trying to go. The second thing you need to do is you need to connect before you correct. And you've heard me say this one before too, but it's really important right here. So many couples are looking to fix problems, but there's no connection there. So your partner isn't motivated to work on anything. For what? I think they're thinking for what? For you to nag them? For them to be, for you to be cold and withholding? Why bother? When it's all yucky, They, you know, if you're feeling rejected and abandoned and upset and you're treating them a certain way, they just don't see any reason to work on this. So, and I, you know, people come into couples therapy all the time and want to dive into, you know, my, my partner cheated three years ago and I've never gotten over it or, you know, whatever, you know, this, these bigger things, uh, we fight about the kids all the time. We do this, we do that. And I always have to bring them back to you. You you don't solve a problem from your uh, limitations, you solve it from your strengths. And so you've got to focus, you got to create those connections and the strength, you got to create the good thing there. So you and the other person and your partner are willing to dig in a bit and do the work. Otherwise, again, it seems like, why am I going to do all this? This sucks. What I don't, you know, I don't understand. And having that space, you know, having that, opening, uh, in your mindset is really what's going to change things. So I want you to work on creating connection with your partner before you try to do any correcting or fixing in the relationship, before you go after the threats, before you go after the big fish, before all that, I need you to create those. Uh, I need you to work on those micro connections, as I mentioned before, and you're, really your mood and your actions day to day. So the micro connections are all those little ways that you connect throughout the day. Again, I did a whole other podcast on that. I'm not going to spend a bunch of time here. I have a YouTube video on it too. I'll link to both of those in the show notes in case you want the cliff notes of micro connections on the YouTube videos, just like 10 minutes. Um, And your, but your mood and your actions day to day are, are huge. If you're in a, in a bad mood every day, or if you're acting clingy or cold or, you know, negative in whatever way, really it's not negative, it's fear-based. If you're coming at them with that fear base, it's trouble. And so you really want to turn that around and be calibrating yourself to sort of a higher vibrational state, to peace, to harmony, to love, to compassion, to all the good stuff, to to fun, to, you know, playfulness. And I, again, did a whole range of podcasts, um, episodes 111 through 114 are all about how to turn around negative thinking, how to raise your calibration, um, you know, your vibrational state, how to get other people to calibrate to you. Uh, All that good stuff would be really good to be listening to right now. Again, I'll link to them in the show notes, but for now, I just want you to hear this, that you got to pay attention to how you feel every day. You have to pay attention to, you know, what you're putting out there day to day to day, and you can't be in fear. Fear never helped any, any relationship. Never, ever, ever. (laughs) It does not create health in a relationship. It just doesn't. So, and so fear of losing someone or fear, that's not going to help you either. You've got to be in that stronger place. And again, I'm going to give you a little tool in a minute to deal with that, but uh, you really have to work on this. So, and the other piece that's connected to this is you've got to have urgency and keep this a priority. What happens is people start to work on things a little bit. They start to make it a little better. Their partner stops threatening. So they let it go. They forget. They're like, oh, that's done. Good. We're all fixed. And it's not fixed. This is something that really has to be going, it has to be shifted long-term to create long-term changes. And so create, have urgency around it, keep it as a priority, put it first on your list, schedule it in, all this stuff, you know, schedule in the micro connections, you know, have a daily routine where you text them every morning, first thing, something you're grateful for about them, whatever. But, keep this this top of mind and don't allow it to just sink to the bottom. And I will tell you that if you think you don't have time for this relationship now, you, you're you going to have a lot less time in a divorce. I'll tell you that right now. If you're taking care of, you know, if, if, one, if you have kids and you're splitting them back and forth and you're still working full time, you're still doing everything and now you have less money and all that good stuff, trust me, you will spend, or if you just break up, if you're, maybe you're not married and don't have kids, but You felt like this was the love of your life, you're gonna be obsessing about this person for a very long time. And it's, you gotta, gotta, gotta make that shift now. So have the urgency, keep it as a priority, however, you gotta do that. And the third thing you need to know is that you gotta be the person you wanna see in the relationship. Why, again, why would your partner wanna come back or wanna re engage if you're acting, you know, again, rageful, clingy, critical, whatever? It's time for you to be loving, warm, appreciative, and open, and really create this daily environment that's loving, that's open, that's playful, that's fun, that's focused on the good, not the bad. And again, don't think to yourself, oh, I'll do this for a week and see if anything changes. You you got to be all in with the full love and commitment. And I do want you to hold your boundaries. This isn't about, uh, kissing your partner's ass or doing anything they ask to make them happy again that's fearful right that's from fear not and not healthy uh that's trying to people please or make them happy you know manipulate in some way no 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 i'm talking about truly finding a loving heart for them every day i'm talking about getting past your own pain of feeling rejected or abandoned and remembering that they're looking for a way to you. They are. I know it comes out in this scary dog growling at you way, but just like that dog who's growling, they're giving you a warning. They're they're trying not to bite. They're trying not to do it. And you know you got to heed the warning, right? You got to sort of engage in that, and in a healthy way. So I'm I'm telling you <laughs> to remember again that they're looking for a way to you, not a way not for away away from you. So there's really no reason to feel rejected or abandoned. There's only a place to feel compassion that they feel so stuck that they know nothing else to do except this uh, except making these threats. They know nothing else to do. And again, so it's not about kissing their butt, it is not about a fear-based reaction, it is about love. Now, this is the hardest thing and hence my gift is coming in a minute. So, <laughs> this is hard. It is very, it's often very difficult to find the love. And I've had a lot of clients work on this, and, you know, you, they end up really stuck because they're just stuck in their emotion for this person. They just feel, you know, they feel betrayed. They feel resentful. They uh, feel overwhelmed, maybe depressed, anxious. Is any of this ringing a bell? So, it's, hard when I say, oh, find the love and do your thing and blah, blah, blah. They're like, are you kidding me, Abby? Uh, so I, here's what I want you to do. And here is what's going to work and really help and shift the needle. And I would say, even if your person isn't threatening to leave right this minute and you are listening right now, it means you're thinking of this in some way, this would be helpful to do. So my suggestion is to start practicing a loving kindness meditation on the daily. Okay. Don't, don't, now stop rolling your eyes. Stop telling me I can't meditate, Abby. I hate it. I've tried it. It doesn't work because I'm going to be, make it super easy for you. Super duper duper. (laughs) And I'm going to give you a free meditation that you can download here from the website. I'm going to talk about it in a minute, but first I really want to explain what loving kindness meditation is and it's research back. This isn't airy fairy crap. This isn't woo. This has a ton of research on it that not only will help your relationship, but you'll have a kick-ass life. Seriously, this kind of meditation will seriously change your life. And it's sort of a guided visualization, so maybe I don't have to use the word meditation. And basically, because any loving kindness meditation focuses on it really you developing feelings of compassion love kindness and warmth that's pretty much it but it's toward yourself as well as other people and and get this so the research shows that loving kindness meditation has i mean a huge amount of benefits and I just want to give you a few right now so you can get that this isn't just about your partner it's about your life it decreases negative emotions and increases positive ones by the way I have a um you can come to the website and there's a corresponding blog that'll have links to all the research if you want to get down with the research, but it's all there, I promise. So it is proven to help you stop feeling so negative and to feel more positive more often. Just that would be a, a great thing, right? It increases feelings of social connection and decreases loneliness. How do you like that? It again, research base. It's effective even in small doses. Research shows you can literally do just a 10 minute meditation just the one and feel more connected and happier. How do you like that? So imagine doing this, you know, a few times. (laughs) It helps you shut off the negative voice in your head and reduce self-criticism, you know, that inner critic, as well as reduce depressive symptoms. Again, research-backed. And it's even, get this, it's even been shown to decrease migraines and chronic pain. Yeah, I know. Because I, I know it can be hard to find the love when you're feeling anger, resentment, hurt, rejection, all the rest, right? With your partner. So that's why it's so important to make this a priority that every day, so what? here's what I want you to do. I want you to come to the website, abbymetcalf.com forward slash podcast. You can go to the website of this, uh, to the website, to the blog post. It'll also have the same download. If you want to, you know, read it again in a, shor- a shorter kind of form and just get the feel of what I'm talking about here. Uh, and I want you to download it. And then I want you to listen to it every day for one week. It's about 10 minutes. I know you have 10 minutes. Give me a freaking break. And you're going to watch the changes that happen. As you become more peaceful, compassionate, and loving, your relationship with yourself and your partner is going to open up in just a ton of new ways. Okay. So that's it for today. I gave you a lot of information. I know a lot to think about if this is happening in your relationship, but I'm giving you this amazing tool. Try it for one week. Telling you it's going to help. You're going to see that it's going to (sighs) help. That's it for now. Thank you for spending time with me. I love, love, love our time together. Have an amazing week and remember, just remember loving kindness for yourself and everyone around you. Thank you for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with wonderful me, Dr. Abby Metcalf. And I've got two quick things to say. Just give me one more minute. First, I love spending this time with you and I work hard to make sure every single episode is gonna help you move from any feelings of frustration or resentment or anxiety to that connected, hopeful, confident. That's always my goal. So if you have any ideas for a future episode or just wanna say hi, Let me know what the podcast is doing for you, anything. You can email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com. How simple is that? And the second thing I want to say is if you like the podcast, you're going to go crazy, crazy for my book. My book is really good. I'm really proud of it. You can find it on Amazon or on my website under the shop section on my website at abbymedcalf.com. It's called Be Happily Married Even If Your Partner Won't Do a Thing. And even if your partner will do a thing, the book will still really help you. So that's it. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon.
0: Hold up.